0: The vet and Dr. Jeff Limman on the same show? dead revitalized surprised by the high with red still in our eyes the pleasure is all ours to give you the power this is the maniacal hour hello everyone and welcome to the blow off live i'm your host jimmy t and first of all before i introduce my co-host i just want to say a happy mother's day for all the mothers out there worldwide happy mother's day anyway back to the show my co-host you know him as as a lawyer you know him as a doctor but is he evil i'm not sure dr jeff Liman, welcome to the show man he can
1: be evil thank you happy mother's day to my mom and all the moms out there thanks for having me on jimmy t of the pwc
0: no worries thank you and our co-host you know him as the vet he's a rip rogers guy he's all over humming media He's all over ChannelAttitude.com, The Vet, Jamie Williams. Welcome back to the blow-off. Oh, actually, I think this is your first time.
2: First blow-off, and I couldn't uh, ask for a couple of better mothers to join uh, <laughs> on my debut episode. Yeah, this, so. this
0: episode is Triple J. Ooh, yeah. Ooh,
2: Triple J. Right. Yeah.
0: Actually, it is Triple J. I had to think about oh, that dude, for or a J second. Well, JQ, you take your
1: pick, but I like Triple
0: <laughs> J. We <laughs> should have called it the Triple J show. Actually, as a matter of fact, guys, Triple J is like a, a heavy metal radio station here in Australia, man. Of course it is. We know that.
2: We have
1: <laughs> just, that talk about that all the
0: time. Just yeah. putting it out there, Triple J. But yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. And I just want to say we're coming live from the blowoffpod.com, also on channelattitude.com, I mean, Media Group, you name it, wherever we're on YouTube, Facebook. We're absolutely everywhere. But guys, it is WrestleMania backlash this evening. And uh, I'm not sure if we should start off with the, with the predictions now, or maybe should we wait till the end of the show? What do you guys think? And End Ooh. of the show? Oh, let's do okay. it at the end of the show. Let's do it at the end of the show. Let's go to the news. Vet, did you end up watching Wrestling Totaku by any chance? Oh, yes. By a great what'd chance. You think? What did what, you think of it? We won't get into it too deeply, but did you think it was a great show? Uh... It's exactly what you could expect, I think. I mean,
2: New Japan delivers the... If there's a negative to New Japan, it's that everything is good. So, in a way, kind of nothing is good. You know, like, the, the matches are all, like, you, you can... ever Like, you don't have um, bad matches, per se, really. You know what I mean? They're all, like, at a certain baseline level of quality. So, it's kind of like... Sometimes it's hard to appreciate it fully. But I think, uh, you know, this This being, um, this is like a big a big show that's getting closer and closer to where all the regulations and stuff are getting lifted and the people are going to be able to get more into it and stuff like that. Coming up in the summer, I think they'll be able to cheer again. You're right, so, that's crazy, man. Right, isn't it? Um, so, so looking forward to that. But I thought the show was just a solid show. Um,
0: I actually wow. enjoyed it, dude
2: what What? i mean would you say that uh tanahashi and ishii was
0: the standout match or was that just me uh yeah i mean it's one of the standout matches actually i'll probably lean towards naito and okada only because of what happened afterwards and mm. i think now the bullet club is probably back to where where it's been in a long time man i don't think it's uh it's It's been truly the Bullet Club up until now. I'm just glad that the Switchblade is back in Japan. And more importantly, I don't know if any of you guys know this, but are the Good Brothers signed to New Japan now? Mm, I
1: don't know. Um, I believe that they have agreed that they're doing work in conjunction with Impact and New Japan.
0: Oh, okay. So then we'll probably see once a blue moon. But it right. is what it is, you know. What I mean? you need know. to see the
1: Good Brothers to have
0: enough. Well, I mean, look, man, I, I don't think they're that. They're too bad. I mean, I don't know. They're, they're pretty. You they're
2: pretty bad, though. Yeah,
0: totally. to be I like them. I like them. I know they're a poor man's version of Hall and Nash, but come on. I mean, they're not too bad. Poor, poor. poor man's
2: version.
1: They're, they're like the dollar store version. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah,
2: he's a freaks. Yeah, I'm Straight done. freaks. I'm, I'm really, I'm really done with them uh and i make that known every week on the impact attack which you can find right here on channel attitude um but yeah i I don't need to see them anymore i don't really care about that it is it is good to have jay white back there though um and he's gonna be
0: the next challenger so that'll that's gonna be an epic match Yeah, true that well let's move into some more japanese news where minoru suzuki is set to return to all japan pro wrestling for the first time since 2013 Vet, are you happy about that? No, because I don't watch All Japan, and neither does the world. But what? W-
2: <laughs> when did
0: this? When was this announced? It was announced today, because according to All Japan Pro Wrestling's official Twitter account, top New Japan star Minoru Suzuki is going to make his return to the promotion at their 2022 Dynamite Series event on Sunday, June 12th, from Kurukin Hall in Tokyo, Japan. Mm. So yeah, it was announced just earlier today, man. Apparently, so. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, I'd like to see him back in Noah even because, you know, he really made a name for himself over there. But All Japan Pro Wrestling is definitely a shadow of itself, shall we say.
1: I didn't right. know it existed any longer. I thought it stopped existing like in the 90s.
0: <laughs>
1: Jesus. I mean, but Minoru Suzuki, they're announcing him as a New Japan star, not an AEW star, not a Ring of Honor star, not a GCW star, not a Southeast
0: Texas Fury star. <laughs> Lux sports star god well yeah he's been everywhere sorry vic go for it
2: yeah i was just gonna say suzuki's been going on a world tour lately and uh you know i think he's just trying to get it all like any bucket list stuff that he's got to do i don't know if he made a list but um i'm sure he loves going to america i'm sure there's lots of good fishing spots for him here (laughs) uh so he's just having fun and doing what he wants to do and so you know, why not, why not take a, why not take a stop in all Japan? Sure. Why not? Um,
0: why not? I agree. I mean, but seriously, I mean, there's, I don't know, man. I just, I wish all Japan sort of came back to the new Japan sort of level. If not, when it used to even surpass it. I mean, back in the eighties and early nineties, all Japan was the place in my opinion. It was, no. well, that's yeah. where Noah came from. They all left. Well, yeah. Absolutely.
2: And Noah, Noah was all Japan and all Japan was left with nothing. Who was the one offense? guy that stayed in all japan back then it was like uh, literally everybody except one person for, uh, left with um uh, misawa and
0: kenta Kabashi as well wasn't it it was hayabusa st- st- stayed and and then died is, is that what true was, it? was
2: well, that a noah
1: yeah, wasn't all Japan the promotion that did the, the Korea North Korea
0: trip with WCW. No, no, that was New Japan and WCW that did that North Korea sort of it was. event. Never mind that. Yeah, then. it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, let's move on to some AEW news where you get these guys Tony Khan attempts to break down the rivalry between MJF and Wallow, how the crowd has responded and whatnot. So let's get into this news tidbit from Busted Open. Tony Khan recently appeared on... Oh, bus let me get into,
1: the, into a Tony Khan mood first. Oh. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm there now. Objection. Oh,
0: Speculative.
2: It's a stand. And overrule because I don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> God damn it, guys. Anyway, um, he discusses the ongoing feud between Top Company, Helium, MJF and Rising Babyface Wardlow. Uh, he thinks it's awesome how well fans have responded to Wallow's babyface turn. It's been an awesome showing for Wallow. He's such a bright star. Obviously, right now, he's being held down by MJF, being held back by MJF, and it's only making the fans love him even more. The people seem to get behind Wallow a little bit more every week, and I think it's just awesome on, on Wallow's uh, ascension to the top. But he also goes on to say on Wallow's eventual showdown with MJF, it's been a long time coming, really, for years. The fans supported Wallow and wanted to see Wallow stand up to MJF. And now they're seeing it. And people are really, really responding to it. Anyway, that was really not much to really say other than he's excited for Wallow. Vet, do you, I know, right? How eventful. What do you think, anyway, of Wallow? Do you think he's, he's going to become the top guy within the year? Is he going to beat MJF when they do feud? Well, when they have their match and does MJF really need to lose another match when they do face off?
2: Mm, yes. A lot of questions there. Right, um, There's quite a few
0: there. Yeah. <laughs> I could start off again. Yeah. Let's
2: take that one at a time. Uh, you oh, said, more importantly,
0: did, do you think MJF will be the man in AEW within the year? MJF? Will MJF oh, be the sorry, man? Oh, sorry. Not MJF. The Wardlow. Sorry. That was my bad. Ah, uh,
2: I don't know. Let me, let me just, let me just comment on what I do feel about the thing. Uh, I want to get the negative stuff out of the way first. I think this thing that they're, that everything that they've done with the story with Wardlow and MJF and all this stuff that they've, they've, you know, uh, played out here. I think it's just absolute ass. Like, I think it's stupid. I think it's corny. It's unbelievable um i don't like any of it there's no logic behind it like the like oh you don't work for tony khan you work for me even though you've been having matches and all this other it's just like i don't like the fact that wardlow was just used as a stepping stone for several guys including the no longer there cody rhodes including (laughs) guys like see anybody that need a big win would just get over on wardlow and how much better would this all be if he had not been defeated up till today right think about that that short term um or that short-sighted booking that that they did um that being said what they have done what tony has done since he'll take all the credit we'll say tony um he has succeeded in taking a completely unknown commodity wardlow and getting the people really behind him and True. however he's done that whether it's just like a, a rehash of uh i i it looks like Goldberg right Goldberg, with the security right. coming out but but other than that nothing really like Goldberg um but I agree however he did it the people are into it so so he's he did things the right way when he started doing like the power bomb symphonies and stuff and people getting behind that and everything like that so I commend um them on making him like somebody that the fans are excited to see which he should be I mean look at him right but um even more so than he was so um, in, in the sense of this guy was a nobody and then became a somebody, they did that right. The storyline details around it obviously could have been better, um, but I like Wardlow's future, whatever it is, because the people are going to be with him, it seems. Absolutely. Jeff, what's your thoughts, man?
1: Um, on some of the criticisms that the vet put, I'm not nearly as hard on AW as he is on it, uh, because that's sort of what wrestling does these days. You sort of turn pages and – if you're part of the story, you play your role in that story and then you're, you're, you take the losses when it's your turn and you take the wins when it's your turn. And, and that's sort of the way things go. Uh, maybe it'd be perfect if there was some other way, but if that was the case, you know, you, nobody ever would have gone to MJF. What, what I do find repetitive is that every time you want to get to MJF, you have to go through you know sort of like the, the five challenges, the five tasks of Hercules, you know, we already saw it with Jericho in the inner circle, and now we're seeing it again. And how it, and again, the order is weird. Uh, I mean, there's criticism to be laid. I mean, first you you put the butcher. Sure, size wise, he looks like he'd be a good matchup for Wardlow. But for two years, he's been booked as nothing more than a jobber, except on occasion, and and even on occasion, it was only with some limited tag team success. Never as a singles person. So you give him one squash match, and and now you think he can beat Wardlow? No. Then you bring in Lance Archer, which, you know, you bring in sort of – it's like hurricane season. Sometimes there's big hurricanes, sometimes there's small hurricanes, but their name is always Lance Archer. They come around a little bit, they make a lot of noise, they make a lot of mess, they go away. They made a mess, but they lose, and that's Lance Archer. He lose, He even lose, loses to Dustin, for God's sake. No one needs to lose to Dustin in 2022. Um, so, you know, I like the W. Morrissey bring in. I, I know that Impact fans are not exactly excited about that, but – I mean, one guy works for the promotion, one guy doesn't. That, that's, you know, sort of wrestling 101. And he looked good for, you know, I don't think it did any harm to W. Morrissey's and his chances. I actually on like Hangover say he's my dark horse to be the new guy in Edges Group. I have no idea what his contract status is with Impact, if it's just per appearance or if he's actually still on his short-term contract. Anyway, um, aside from those things, Wardlow was my 2022 breakout star of the year. You asked in that, do you think – MJF can take another loss yes he can because he's a top heel top heels can take losses they can always find excuses for why they did it he can blame it on Sean Spears whatever it is because Sean Spears is is the last task of Hercules before he gets to uh, MJF which is ridiculous in itself because Sean Spears has never won a darn thing anywhere any any place Uh, no company has ever invested more in nothing than AEW has in in Sean Spears Um, and I know that Chris and Jimmy love Sean Spears but I don't know. You I, I'll never understand that 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 defect of yours. Um Well uh, But yes, Wardlow will get out from under his contract. Yes, I understand that it never made sense that he's doing all these matches under AEW's banner with AEW's liability insurance, AEW restrictions, and and yet he's he's working for MJF. But it's wrestling. Sometimes you just have to accept except you never
2: have to, you never have to, because if you do, then, uh, that's why we're in the state we're in now. That's what I was telling Jimmy before. Like people are just like, Oh, it's wrestling. No, 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 it's not just wrestling. It needs to change. I mean, you can't for, for, um, just, just the, just the, just the logic of it. Like you would think that the instant that Tony Khan had the chance once MJF, once MJF is like keeping him under contract or whatever, that, he would just do something about that or why or to your point about going through the five labors why the hell would tony khan g- go along with that if, right. if why wouldn't he just be like no 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 you're having the match now i'm or, the boss you Or know. except
1: the workers workers comp liability for security staff right i get and you know what you're right but two things and i don't mean to, to interject but no, i mean please. one we, we've had this before going back to the big boss man and Mr. Hughes and Diesel and Sid. So we've always, the, the bodyguard thing is a trope and they always sort of work for the other guy. And we've had managers who, you know, you know, they acted like the, they were really prize fighters and they worked for the managers or the managers worked for them with stable. So this isn't, I don't find this to be that offensive, but a perfectly easy way to, if there was a room where, where the evil dose and the vet was in the room with Tony Khan and said, hey, <laughs> want to thread this needle? We can. Tony Khan, you signed Wardlow to a Ring of Honor contract. And MJF may have had a contract with Wardlow, but it didn't say it was exclusive. It only excluded AEW. It said nothing about Ring of Honor. And I've got plenty of Ring of Honor people on my TV. So, you know, we, we could have reconciled had we want to. It took exactly three seconds to come up with that solution with I had no idea you were going to say that. So anyway so wrestling doesn't have to be hard and with smart people in a room who care we we can solve almost every problem that said yeah you know, wardlow's gonna win and it doesn't matter mjf can can afford to to take else he's been virtually invulnerable he beat cm punk twice in one night if you want to get technical about it so not an issue with his attitude and and he'll make up some clever story as to you know he he had COVID or he a stomach flu and everyone knew it. whatever whatever it is he'll he'll come up with something not a problem
0: well that's why this is the blow off ladies and gents that was a great little discussion between the two of you oh and jimmy let me just add one more
2: thing before we move on please about please, mjf please, now if it was me because like like uh like the good doctor was saying uh, with smart people in the room you could solve any problem well with smart people in the room we never would have got to a point where we had a problem to solve we would have been doing it and right fraud. from the beginning right so Absolutely. what i would have done is mjf would have beat sam punk every single time and he'd have the belt off a of hangman right now mjf would be that champion until you really got a guy and then maybe eventually it could be CM Punk, but I would be having him. I wouldn't have even broken Wardlow off from him yet at this point.
0: Absolutely. I agree 100%. I've said this before too. It would have been better with CM Punk going for the chase still. It would just make the fans wanting to win it that little bit more. You know what I mean? Right. And, and in MJF- the meantime, in the meantime, while you
2: have MJF with that, you know, everybody just waiting like to get that title off of him, people are just, you know, he's generating so much heat and it's just, it's just, you know, continually snowballing and getting bigger and bigger. And then that can maybe if it reaches wrestling fans outside of the bubble a little bit of hearing about I keep hearing about this MJF, 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 let me see. And then they give AEW a chance and then that can grow the viewership. Things like that grow the viewership. It's not, oh, well, you promised Hangman, so now we got to do it. No, no, no. That's not what gets people interested. It's it's people have always throughout the history of combat sports been like, I want to pay to see this motherfucker get beat. Um, yep. And it it gets the fever pitch higher and higher the longer they go without getting beat and giving the people what they want
0: absolutely that's money right there that's how you book a pay-per-view that's how you get buy rates right there man that's how you get people invested and interested and and that's the problem they could have done this so much better as as good as they're doing for Wardlow right Except I still don't agree with the fucking security guards. You know how I feel about that, Vet. Fuck the security guards. (laughs) I mean, seriously. Fuck the security guards because my head still can't wrap around the fact that they're handcuffing this guy.
2: Yeah. (laughs) They're not cops.
0: You know what I'm saying? And it clearly says security on their freaking shirts. You know what I mean? And that's what really bothers me. That's what sort of takes me out of this little you know, angle. But other than that, sure, they're doing great with Waldo. The fans are behind him. They're doing the Goldberg-Wardlow chants, if you know what I mean. And I guess that's why the dirt sheets are saying that this is reminiscent of frigging Goldberg. Why? Because the fans are saying, "Gold," well, sorry, Wardlow, and that they've got security escorting him. You know what I mean? They're two kind of different things. First of all, WCW had real cops escorting him, not hmm. security, just, just quietly.
2: And Jeff, Goldberg did. Goldberg hadn't lost to guys like Steven Regal and Raven on the way
0: to his uh... – you know what yeah, I mean it's... exactly? Exactly, that's and that's what's silly, man. I mean, they could they have made be an AEW an a- a- a-
1: fan and criticize AEW for copying, even if it is copying Goldberg and security, when you're sitting there lauding a match where it's actually move for move the same as Brett versus Owen or Brett versus Mr. Perfect or whatever. I mean, well, that,
0: that bothers me too, actually. I, I mean. Jeff.
1: Some copying can't be, yeah, 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 another copying is boo, boo, boo. I mean, either like it or just be consistent. I mean, either like the homage or the copying with plagiarism or don't like it all. But whatever it is. I mean, or having real security quick. with wrestlers is nothing new.
2: Real quick, too, on that. When Hangman said that in the promo, when he said Bret Hart masturbatory tribute match, I was so like, what the Jude. fuck? But, but you, don't say, you, you don't, don't say that. You don't say that. Right. Because but what does that mean? True. That just means wrestling's right. fake, right? So you know what I mean? Like, who the fuck do these kids think they are? They don't know shit about this business. Like you do not expose the business on television. We all know it's not real. You don't have to rub our faces in it, man. You know, what would that even mean? What would that even mean if wrestling weren't fake? You know what I'm saying? Like it (laughs) wouldn't even make sense.
0: Well, I'm glad you brought that point up, Vic. So I'm going to ask you this. Do you think that hangman adam page was told to say that or he just said it off the cuff because if he did say it off the cuff then it just shows what the locker room think of each other right now man i couldn't possibly imagine
2: whether he was told to say that or not but it doesn't matter if he was told to say it he should have said i'm not saying that and if he and if he came up with it himself he should have known better so jeff
1: i i agree with him 100 percent though i mean aw does this all the time so i mean it's not to say it's not fair criticism each time they do it but they do this all the time so it's sort of a thing uh as far as this is concerned i think the bigger issue with hangman pages and god knows that jimmy you and i have been on exactly on the same page with this exactly the same time and for a long time we were alone um but they had to do something with Adam page and turning him heel is fine and dandy but turning him heel like dropping him in the middle of a story out of nowhere and him saying, I'm bad Adam Page now, that <laughs> made no sense. I mean, at least develop it, work it over three weeks. It's like one day they decided, let's make you bad. Uh you know, it's too late. I mean, you have, you have to build a story to why he's why he's getting mad and bad. He can say, no one's giving me any respect. They call you best in the world. This says I'm best in the world. Right. You want, absolutely. Getting, yeah. you know? And then slowly he gets more and more frustrated. No one's talking about it. The elite don't talk to him. They're super elite. There's the undisputed elite. No one's talking <laughs> about him. He's not even on the bat, the top of the banner on any cards. You know, he, he's he's forced to go into ridiculous stipulation matches, even though I think he demanded at least one of them. Um Whatever it is, build it. Build, build the story. I mean, they need a continuity manager. As I said in, in, in my 13 bullet points to improve AEW, they need a continuity manager. So this felt like it was just dropped out of thin air so the fact that when you said uh, the a bret hart masturbatory homage match it made it made me giggle i'll just appreciate that because there were only about three parts of aw dynamite this week that i liked the rest of it i thought was just terrible and I, I thought the wardlow stuff was okay the adam page i'm like okay well at least they're doing something with them not that they did it well and like maybe one other segment was was decent i, I don't remember what it is now but you know, most of that show, I, I honestly, I thought most of the show was a snooze fest, including what everyone's calling the night of the match, which was just synchronized acrobatics of Phoenix and Dante Martin.
0: Yeah, um, you know, it's true. It's, it's, it's fair. I didn't think Dynamite was that crashy either. It was all right. But it was better than the last three weeks because the three weeks before that, I felt it was pretty bad as well. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. Um, but as far as um, Hangman, Adam Page's little promo, like you were bringing up before, Vet, it's unbelievable that they would bring it up while half these guys are all doing Bret Hart synchronicities and and whatnot. Even and, if uh,
1: Bret Hart signed with WWE, I mean, say it before him, but once he resigns with WWE, cut it.
0: Cut it. Cut it, out. it right. Absolutely. I, I agree. But for whatever reason, it's like you got Owen, they got the Bret in the divorce.
1: Talk okay. about Owen.
0: <laughs> well, so let's speak of Owen, actually, and this Owen Hart Cup. Because to me, this shit has been abysmal, dude. I mean, or guys. I mean, seriously are they going to bring out is martha Hart going to be there at the finals or or she's not does anyone know who would know who would recognize her If if she doesn't turn up to actually at least present the couple whatever you get for winning the thing i think it's been a big waste of time i mean seriously vet do you agree um
2: i don't think it's a waste of time to have this whole thing with owen hart just if Martha doesn't show up at the end I don't think anybody really cares if she does or not look this is about what we can take from all this is that it's about bringing awareness to somebody that's not with us anymore and hopefully it'll teach people to go back and look at it and figure out who he was that's the most important thing but have they they really yeah that's the problem right like Jeff said they
1: don't say what the Owen Hart Foundation does. They just drive you to the website. They haven't said what the winners of the tournament get. Even if the winners of the tournament will have a donation from AEW of $100,000 made in their name, whether that's shoot or work, I mean, I hope AEW is giving something to the foundation. I hope the foundation is getting donations because of it. But, well, I say hope, but I, I don't know what it does. I don't know if it's a cause that I would want to give my money to, but, you know, maybe whatever that that's irrelevant really but they, they haven't really told us what's for. is it for a title shot for what title when is that title Please. what do you get for winning it i mean again it doesn't have to there's just have, there has to be a reason it's not just like martha finally said yes she said yes to us yay we win and the next week cody goes to wwe and w fans go yay we win uh, i mean but tell us what's what i mean this is a real foundation so there's a cause here I mean, one thing about WWE that does well is they can't stop tooting their horn about the charitable work they do. You can't go, whatever the month is, this, this month it's, uh, I think, Make-A-Wish or, or some, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, when they were doing Komen, you, every, you hear about Komen constantly. You see their work. When it's tribute to the troops, you see all of their work with the troops constantly. You know what these groups do. I have no idea what the Owen Hart Foundation does, and I shouldn't have to go to their website to do it. They should tell me and they should make me want to go to the website.
0: Good point. I agree, 100%. And it's, it's segueing on to Bret Hart, which is funny. Get this, guys. Bret Hart gives advice if you would be a manager in AEW. He says he offers advice to a lot of AEW talent. So he goes on to say, he says he's happily retired and wants to be remembered as a wrestler rather than a manager or a chairman. Oh, geez. And this is what he says, and I quote: "Well, I'm happily retired. I'm home guy. I'm a home guy now. There's not a lot I can do in wrestling. People say what." What would you do in AEW? What would I do? Referee? Manage? Be a chairman? I don't want to be remembered that way. I want to be remembered as a wrestler. He says he's happy to offer AEW time advice from his home, but I'll have to pick up a phone. Oh, God, that's a slap. He goes on to say, I'd be happy to help the, the lot of them out, and I know a lot of them. I talk to a lot of them, sometimes by text or on the phone, and people call me up. I always got advice And I can always pinpoint little things that can make a difference in a guy's match or something that he's doing. But I'm a guy that likes being home. So they're going to have to call call me on the phone. I wish I could do stuff more easily, but I'm getting a little older now and it's getting harder for me to keep flying around and doing stuff. So I've got to pick up my days that I can do stuff. There's a lot of things I would love to be part of with AEW and what they're doing. I know they've got some great wrestlers there and I have a lot of respect for the organization and all that. But right now I'm happy just to be home. Vet, what do you take from that, man? I mean, what else is there to take from it? He's happy to be home. Fair That's enough, the thing I like, take
2: it like there's a there's the um the old thing where you don't want to like hang around too long. And I know that he was forced out of the sport earlier than he would have liked, but right. it's also like you don't i I understand what he means by saying like he wants to be remembered as a wrestler he doesn't want the last things that people remember him for to be something that may not have been the best what he's really saying is in a in a nice diplomatic way everything that we just said about aew he's saying i don't want to be attached to that so yes (laughs) that's that's basically what he's trying to say and i get it and i'm sure it's true that it's you know that to the travel. Dude, I don't know about you guys. I hate traveling. I hate it. I hate being in cars. I hate being in planes. I hate being on boats and trains. I don't like, I, I want to be there. I don't want to go there. You know what I mean? And so I'm sure I'm not alone and I'm sure, you know, with Bret Hart and all of his, uh, you know, like everything he's been through stroke, all that stuff, like, and then you've got this, all this COVID and all these restrictions, and just everything's just much more difficult. Um, right. so yeah, I'm sure he's not in any hurry to uh just jump headlong into that for for what exactly. So, I, I mean, I
0: get what he's saying. Um, is it really Jeff. news? I don't know.
2: Yeah, right. No, well,
0: I, I, mean, I saw it, I had to, I thought that's a perfect segue to what we we're talking about. So, I thought I'd, I'd talk about that, but yeah, sorry, Jeff
1: my first reaction is sort of the same as the vets which is okay um you know he's it's nice to see someone that's made enough money and they don't need to chase every dime he can still sign autographs and do what he wants but i mean forgive me everyone but didn't he have prostate cancer he did but he beat it yeah he beat it but you know how you beat it you get you beat it by having your ass operated on which means that you probably don't want to sit on planes and and cars for a long amount of time. Uh, in addition to other reasons not to. And he's sort of curmarginally, and, and so am I. There's nothing wrong with that. If he if he likes staying home, that that's fine. And he's, you know, said, pick up the phone and call me. And I don't think there's anything wrong with what he said, and that's his choice. Everyone's about everyone wants to be happy. And, you know, his his legacy in wrestling is cemented. The, 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 I mean, I know there are people who talk about who's, you know, the best wrestler of all time and whatever, but he's in everyone's conversation, um, or he should be. Um so, again, my, my response is, yeah, okay. And, and I don't really, really see that as this is news either. So I, I just say, cool, let's move on. Go for Brad.
0: Well, I just found it interesting the way he, he worded that sort of little uh, interview, whatever he was doing. Because personally, like the vet said, I personally think he's like, fuck that. I don't want to be part of what they're doing. And he just said it in a nice roundabout way. That's what I, I think he even but vomits. If he shows Not up
1: WWE as the GM, you, you're absolutely right. I'm just going to take him at his word right now.
0: Right, absolutely. Well, there's news apparently that... Uh, I don't know if any... Go- I'm sure you guys have seen this, but apparently um, Ramon Reigns is ready for a new phase in his life, according to him, after a house show in New Jersey. Vet, did you hear about this? I saw the little clip. Right. Do you think he's being serious or is he just working the crowd it was it's a weird way to work the
2: crowd like right. the, the way what he said it's it's like why would you there's very baby face-ish.
0: so yeah, it's that is
2: weird right I, I don't really um I'm not really sure how that would be working the crowd but uh I also don't know why he would feel the need to say
0: that like that that's why I'm asking, uh, why would he say that? I mean, why? Why New Jersey? <laughs> is it the day before backlash?
1: Um, I've heard three different things. I've heard two different things. And one thing that I hope to God that it's not. And I don't think it yeah. is. But let's hope the leukemia has not come back or doesn't. Oh,
0: don't say that. that.
1: Well, I mean, we are covering wrestling. He left wrestling right, right. for about a year for that reason. I mean, it, it has to be said, I, I mean, but it, let's hope not. Let, let's hope it's one of the other things. So the second thing that I heard, not in this order, I actually heard in the reverse order, the second thing is that he's lightening his schedule and he's not going to be doing that many house shows anymore. Okay, well, that that's fine. That explains why Trenton may not see him again because they ain't going to get any premium live events in Trenton. Maybe they'll go to Newark. Maybe they'll go to Madison Square Garden and the Barclays or what have you, but ain't going to be Trenton. So maybe it really was just a goodbye in person, Trenton. Even though by then, you know, only the first eight rows were still there. Um, third thing I've heard, and this has been speculated for a while, is that Hollywood's a calling, and maybe his days in wrestling are limited. But I doubt very much. He knows the the WWE house show schedule, so I, I don't think that that would be why he'd announce it just in Trenton specifically um or now uh i mean that would almost imply that like you know he he's off to start you know being cast as wonder man or whatever for the next seven mcu movies or he's the next wolverine and already he knows he's packing up and going and there's there's no way that wwe would let him reveal that after a house show you know before the curtain is drawn live and in person and and caught on twitter so i think it's probably the second it's probably he's is He's not going to be doing house shows, especially in secondary or third markets.
0: I agree, actually, Jeff. I think he definitely is probably announcing that he's not going to be doing any more house shows. But I do think Hollywood is definitely calling sooner rather than later. But we'll see. Time will tell. And I hope he doesn't have leukemia again. That I exactly. almost forgot that he had it for a minute. Sorry, Jeff, were you going to say something?
1: I'll just say I acknowledge that
0: fair enough anyway did you guys check out um the the impact show yesterday under siege i'm sure you did probably vet i haven't watched it yet so i don't know anything well, that happened
2: but did you check it
0: out in
1: this week in wrestling television and wrestling youtube made me wish i was watching impact wrestling <laughs> uh, but no i i cannot tell you that i have all i know is that sammy callahan came back big whoop uh and mia Yim. Back to confront Diana Purrazzo, who's not their champion. Sort of big whoop, but okay, good for her. Um, and the other thing I know is that the Briscoes won the tag team champions by, was it Violent by Design? Is that, that their name? So the, yeah, Briscoes yes, now, I I that. the Briscoes, I think, are the GCW tag team champions. They're the Impact tag team champions, and probably within the month or Whatever the next pay per view is, they'll be the NWA tag team champion. So they'll be given like they'll be doing their belt collector gimmick to say F you WWE for not hiring us. We told you we were money. And F you Tony Khan for being a big puswad and and being afraid of Discovery, who for whatever reason singled out us. Uh, out of a whole world of wrestlers, they they singled out the Briscoe brothers.
0: Vid, do
2: you are you a fan of the Briscoes? Oh yeah absolutely they're one of the remember the people i was telling you i stop everything i watch they're on the list right right oh, good. um i thank you uh jeff for spoiling uh all those things that i haven't watched yet um <laughs> it. how could i be the first time you've heard these things it was just what it was just yesterday yeah, and awesome. I and i purposely avoided it
0: because i had to watch it um but yeah you know, who cares so, sorry uh, dude i i didn't yeah. know <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't um, gonna go through the results, but I was just gonna yeah, but anyway, yeah, but... enough. No, <laughs> no results I wasn't, I wasn't. nothing. I wasn't gonna go through the results. That's why I asked you. Yeah. Because la, 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 la. Yeah.
2: everybody else <laughs> listening really cares about impact wrestling, right? right so, I mean just um, saying But don't let that don't let that uh keep you from enjoying the impact attack every week with myself <laughs> and Colin Weissong and Brandon Stransky on channelattitude.com. Now the Briscoes, yes. Um excellent briscoes love them uh anybody would be lucky to have the briscoes
0: um wait what was the question no i was just saying if you were a fan of the briscoes and you said you were and they're one of the teams or wrestlers that make you stop everything to go and watch yeah yeah they're so good and the
2: wwe wishes they could have the briscoes like they don't know that they would be too proud to admit that but that's exactly what a stale ass company like the wwe needs is two guys like that that instead of making the Usos do the Briscoe's shtick, they should have the real Briscoes come in and do the real shtick. Um, Shoot. and it's, it, I, I don't know why they wouldn't, um, other than the obvious reasons, which is just they have no idea what they're doing anymore. Um, but yeah, there should have been a time when you would have been, you would have been like, oh, we got to get these guys in here now, you know. Um, and i don't want to hear anything about like oh the brisco brothers are crazy like you want to give those guys a microphone like yes we we all know that the briscoes are very intense but they're also been doing this for a long time and they're very professional they don't it's not like uh it's not like um you know uh ring of honor is like ecw on pay-per-view or something they're, they're very uh chased when it comes to like the the content that they have on there and the Briscos have made their home there for 20 years so i don't think they have anything to worry about but when you have total professionals like the briscoes obviously they can turn it off and on like whatever they need to you know self-censoring all that stuff it's very easy so they could be exciting without offending people right. um, but it's the energy that they would they would bring you know if i was if i was in charge of the wwe i would bring those guys in and make the entire show about them just upending everything. And then oh, I'd and then I'd put them on all the you know all those things where you see like um you know like guys selling merchandise like in the little uh the little segments, you know, like or what they used to like do with that. Enzo and Cass. I'd have the Briscoes doing that. i have the Briscoe's be on guest commentary, I'd have the Briscoe's doing the interviews and get rid of all those like useless uh women that have no uh discernible talents or skills and just replace them with uh mark briscoe just asking questions with his teeth missing and everything like that Mm -hmm. like that i just it it would just become you know
0: the the whole briscoe show you know what that would actually be.
1: overall is like epcot center it's like a facsimile of reality and entertainment but it's not exactly real and it's safe for families and that's what makes it dull and there are certain people that just have a sense of menace about them the only one in wwe who has a sense of menace about them is brock lesnar and lashley when he's a heel he, he he has that also no one else really has a legitimate sense of menace
2: And yeah, Brisco- roman's roman too sometimes i believe now he does yeah especially I, with this with this this current roman sure yeah i'll,
1: I'll give you that but I, I still feel like he's acting a role very well but i don't think he's got a natural sense of like if you saw him in a restaurant i don't think i'd be worried i'd, I'd be worried about brock but the briscoes have that sense of menace swerve has that sense of menace even though he's not a big guy he just he just has it some people just have something right right. stone cold had it just in his face there are some people that just have that farouk had it ron simmons there are just some people who have the 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 aura of menace about them and the briscoes have it p uh, lax had it Uh, i'm not sure they said it they would have right and wwe desperately needs people who are tv ready have that sense of menace or authenticity mm. to add something to their television and the vets absolutely the briscoes have been on national tv pg tv for 20 years they were in ring of honor they're in nwa right now and if they said bitch it doesn't sound like it's just someone saying bitch because they can they're saying bitch because they mean it so i i don't know i think that the those are a few people swerve was a mistake obviously the, bringing in the briscoes would be great bringing in lax would be remarkable and you know, there's a this you know, now Matt Cardona. They should absolutely bring in the Matt Cardona back and and get some more authentic people. People respond to authenticity. Well, I well, wouldn't call
2: Matt Cardona authentic per se. Yeah. But but I, I, I he's very authentic in his in his uh fakeness. Well, you know like I think authentic. that part Roman. he's a good actor. Right. Well yeah, I don't right. even I wouldn't even go that far. But anyway, yeah, I just see like, but even even on the other side of it, you know, with all the the WWE machine, I could just see like, couldn't you just see like a, a like a Mark Briscoe plushie with like the googly eyes and stuff like that? Oh the kids, God. I think the kids would love Mark Briscoe, like <laughs> they would just absolutely love him because he's just so lovable, you know? Sussex County well, Chicken, come on! I could put that Probably, next to yeah. my Lily Lucian
0: doll. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, that's the problem though, Vet. Now, imagine the Briscoes in WWE, guys, right? Yeah. You know what they would do. The first thing they would absolutely do is picture their first vignette, for example, their hype vignette. They'll be at some farm, right? Mm-hmm. But instead of them being like those badass, you know, like from shit Creek type of guys, right, that we get now, they're going to be some sort of like goofy farmers, dude. I, right. I, I can just see it. They could be well, the Godwins part two. You think they'll be
1: the Bushwhackers? No, the Briscoes. Yeah, the bush- oh, bush-
0: mate, they could play the bush. I could picture that where they're licking absolutely every fan. If it wasn't for COVID, you're it for me because be. because you're <laughs> not
1: wrong. It's it's entirely possible. It's also entirely possible they can come in. There's a team around here that sounds like us, that even looks a little bit like us. And they've been saying day one, we're day one. You wanna keep yeah. it real? We'll meet you anytime, anywhere. We're ready
2: right in this in this fantasy scenario that we're concocting here we're talking about things in an ideal sense we know what would really happen if they went there and that's what that's why i say they should never go there because that (laughs) will happen but i'm just saying again in the fantasy where we're we're taking the restraints off and trying to get the wwe back to where they're supposed to be um yes that's what we would do but yes and it's in reality, no, none of this would happen. They would be the god ones all the over The PWC again. stands <laughs> for
1: the Platonic Wrestling Condition.
0: <laughs> right. You're a character, Jeff. But well, yeah, I, I, I had to talk over people to get that
1: out before I forget. That's right. Things are <laughs> well, <crazy.
0: laughs> well anyway, but you guys are right. I mean, that's exactly what's gonna happen. And yeah, they they would love Mark Briscoe, the kids and all that. I mean, heck, they could probably love both of them. You know no, the they man, would. But- they
2: would. But I'm just saying, especially you see him as like, because he's always been like the 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 fun one, and Jay's right, been like right. the business one. Not yeah, that not true. that Mark couldn't be serious, but like, you know, he seems that you. that's what makes them a great uh team because
0: they're not just the exact same guy twice. You know what I mean? I I agree 100 percent, man. Uh, yeah, it's true. But as as much as we would love to see me WWE. Like yeah. themselves, just maybe a bit watered down. Obviously, it just won't happen. Jeff, what's so funny?
1: Because you've ruined this for me. Because so they're totally going to do the, <laughs> the Godwins, or even worse, they're going to put them in like like loincloth togas and have them paint, painting, you know, and making pottery. <laughs> I mean, being like Neanderthals, it's like oh, God, oh, oh but- the sun, <laughs> the sun, and putting their hands in red paint on the cave and spirally mandelas and stuff. You, mm-hmm. you you've ruined this for me or but maybe... make,
2: make no mistake make no mistake whatever they did give them they would get it over so hard that the wwe would just take them off
0: tv and starve them like they do everybody that gets over there <laughs> they probably would that's why he's the three-time hammy award winner just saying <laughs> i'm talking about the vet that is but uh yeah well we, we gathered that's a good... by his handle there we figured it out. Well, one of those
2: one of those, is not a hammy, not an official hammy. It's just a record-long uh, episode really of Uncaged. Yeah. Oh, a, yeah. The, 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 that's remember, that the
0: three times you <laughs>
2: Remember? You told me I should change it, I did. So I, I did.
0: did. not think you would, but that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, that went for like two and a half hours. At least. Dude, I had problems sending that to Bin, right? And shout-outs to Bin mean, because I had to shrink that damn video, dude. <laughs> Otherwise, I, I wasn't able to send it. I kid you not. I had to you, noticed, you guys
1: were talking about rampage for two and a half hours the, fir- no, the we, first the yeah, first hour yeah.
0: was yeah. just bullshitting about well actually
2: the first hour we were talking about the wwe nxt releases right
0: and then, but we you know. had to because it happened that day or the day before whatever we had to talk right. about that but yeah man i mean I, the reason why i went how could we talk about rampage for two and a half hours Let's be honest jeff I, I have there's no, no, no chance you <laughs> wouldn't be, be some good things for two and a half hours anyway right well it was a great episode I I suggest everybody checks that out but anyway um let's move on Um, since we've been talking that's pretty much all the real news if you want to call it that but since this show generally goes for like an hour we try to keep it for an hour anyway let's hit friggin WWE Backlash and let's do some predictions and it's WrestleMania Backlash 2022 from the Dunkin Donuts Center in Providence Rhode Island and let's start off with uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship I Quit match between Charlotte Flair, who's your champion, versus Ronda Rousey. I'm gonna go with Rousey because it's an I Quit match. Vet, do you agree?
2: I guess. I guess I agree. I mean, she's right now
0: Ronda Rousey just quietly. I mean, she just cannot do it. I don't blame much her. Much I
2: don't blame her, bro. If you walk back into that. Like, think how bad it was. Think how bad wrestling was, and think how bad specifically the WWE was when Ronda Rousey walked in, back when she first walked in. And then to to take time off and come back and be like, wow, it already got this bad? I I would be just like her, checked out, you know, working a program with somebody I already worked with and don't want to work with, and who also is checked out. Like, there's... I I don't blame Ronda one bit. This is... uh, This is this is everyone's fault, but hers.
0: I agree. But she does suck on her promos, though, man. To be fair, I I disagree. I mean,
1: mean, her job isn't to watch and enjoy the product. Her job is to try to make it better when she's on, and she's not. She's not doing that. That said, we're doing predictions. They've made Charlotte look so good in every single way, shape, and form. She beats ronda She beats everyone. She's beating up Drew Gulak. She's beating up Aaliyah. Even when she loses, she doesn't exactly lose. So, I mean, she's been such a heel. She has to say, I quit. Uh, I predicted Ronda was going to win at WrestleMania. I was wrong there, so I'm going to risk being wrong again. Ronda's going to win. Because if, if Ronda's not going to be your champion now, what's the point of keeping her on payroll and releasing 20 other people who don't cost in aggregate the same amount that she does? So Ronda's going to win, and I also say that because Charlotte's next feud is already set up. It's going to be an intergender contest with Drew Gulak.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, God, that's exactly what's going to
1: happen. Steve said that Charlotte, Steve Pena from Hammerlock Hangover, Big Daddy Cool, shout out to him, said that that Charlotte needs to take a a couple, you know, six or eight weeks off so that we miss her when she's gone. I agree she needs to be freshened up, but nothing precludes them from doing clever things where you have vignettes where Drew Gulak goes home Mm. and there's like, Cameo message waiting for you, sir. And he's like, oh, great. Someone sent me a cameo. And he turns on and it's like Charlotte mocking him and insulting him. And like he just do things where he's walking through Times Square as a, as a tourist and he looks up on the, the jumbotron there in the center of Times Square and Charlotte's mocking Drew Gulak like she's having a fake interview with like, I don't know, Carson Daly or something. And, and he's saying, so what, did, what happened when you faced Drew Gulak? She goes, Drew Gulak is like, it was the easiest competition I ever had. He's such a weakling. I was able to defeat him. I tell you, I, I, I've had harder times with Girl Scouts. Uh, you know, something. I mean, just just do that, so you don't. She's not actually wrestling, and you know, have that every two weeks. So, Juke like a steaming. Anyway, that's, that's her next program. Charlotte loses the title. Ronda Rousey and Ronda take some energy pills or drink some monsters <laughs> because your 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 charisma is like negative two right now.
0: Yeah, it is. It really is, man. And I feel for it. I really do, because she clearly doesn't want to be there. I mean, to me, it's a, it's a different Ronda Rousey in her first, ra- uh, her first run compared to her second run right now. It's like night and day. It's, it's pretty shocking, actually. We,
2: we could do a whole show about that. But we, we I do want to say before we move on that uh, Drew Gulag has to be, I don't even know if it's a question, he has to be the most underappreciated or right. undervalued person they have there because people have no idea what he can do but he can do way more than what they're letting him do. So I'm not talking about like, I'm not talking about him being like a main event level star or anything like that, but as a utility player, like why would you just have him off of TV for so long? And then this just feels like he's coming up out of nowhere now. Like, like literally out of nowhere. Uh, He he's, he's so good. He can do anything they want. He's good at, He's good at having like wrestling matches of course but he's also good at doing that sports entertainment bullshit that they love where you know they really try to get something stupid over like he's been doing that for a long time anybody that watched 205 and saw his you know PowerPoint presentations and all this shit and he's even in the 2K22 video game isn't he as like the is, tutorial or something yeah, like that yeah, 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 I'm, I'm sure I'm sure that's great too I didn't play it but I mean I'm sure it's great um
1: you know he's like yeah. he, he's a lot like Chad Gable
2: um
0: I don't know about that, but uh he's
1: sense of humor, he's got a good comedic timing, he's very skilled. He's like he's like he's like Chad Gable in that respect, but he's got a more experience under his belt. Anyway, that's sure. yeah, true yeah. yeah, true yeah. you're right. Good, good utility player, could do a lot of things. Frankly, you know, maybe his next thing will be he will be the spokesperson for Ronda's next opponent, Shayna Baszler, who desperately needs someone to speak for her.
0: True, that's true. I do want to say about Gulak, though, I mean, he has been doing everything from ring announcing to to tutorials on WWE 2K22 to probably having an intergender match with Charlotte friggin' Flair probably by the next pay-per-view. But, I mean, heck, he's trying. He's trying to turn chicken shit into chicken salad. He is a funny right. guy, let's be honest. He does make me laugh. Whether he sticks around in the next couple of months, I don't know. We'll see. Well, because wasn't correct me if I'm wrong guys but
2: years ago like a, a few years ago I don't remember exactly how long ago but was he not one of those guys that was like I want my release and they like paid him a lot of money not to leave and I remember hearing that and be like why does the WWE care of Drew Gulag leaves but they they gave him a new deal and he stayed but I thought he was one of those guys that was like I want out but this was like years ago that that, am I wrong familiar. about
0: that I don't know okay that does sound familiar but but don't quote me I'm not 100 sure that was a couple of years ago wasn't it maybe a year ago even I think it was even before the covid time it was just one of those situations
2: where you maybe maybe right around a right around AEW launching or right after or right before somewhere in that area but I just feel like I remember hearing that that there was a few guys that wanted out that they overpaid you know that the WWE overpaid for some reason you're
0: right actually dude um, this was back in 2020, apparently. Um, and his contract did expire, but for whatever reason he decided to re-sign with WWE. So whatever reason, yeah. this is the reason. <laughs>
2: well, but yeah. you would think yeah. wouldn't you think though, the way they've treated him and the way you know what, what you would imagine they view him as, um, they would have been happy and fine just to let him go.
0: I and agree. Yet, here he is. I agree. Maybe time, maybe his mindset has changed. At least he's on television. That's what matters. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he's, he's getting a fair run on TV too. So I guess he should be happy with that, but we'll see. He's a much more serious pro wrestler. Let's put it that way. But anyway, let's move on to the bloodline. Who's Roman Reigns and the Usos versus Drew McIntyre and RK bro. I'm assuming the uh, Drew McIntyre and RK bro will win because Drew will get the pin on Roman since it's an non title match you agree vent mm. now wait wait a second say that again this is a this is a a, a three man a six man tag match non-title yes what right. yeah what about the unification forget it out the window no pretend that never o- happened open yes, that window back there. up <laughs> pretend you never heard that ever existing because that's exactly what WWE have done. To so quote uh, Jargo, it's
1: off like a prom dress.
0: It's off like a prom dress. Absolutely I don't want to see that shit. Who the yeah, fuck well, cares? I'll tell Who you cares? what happened here. I'll tell you what happened here. I guess since the UK pay-per-view or special event, whatever the fuck you want to call it, premium event, got announced, right? I, I think that's where these changes come into play because they're going to want to build Drew McIntyre probably to win the WWE Championship, come whatever that stupid castle pay-per-view is called. Right, in Wales. Clash of the Castle. Oh, is it Clash of the Castle? I don't have a fucking clue. It sounds stupid. That's all I'm saying. I think that's what they're That's the thing. Do. Jeff could be
2: making it up and we'd believe it because they don't do any better. It is better. something like no, that. It well, really it is, is Clash of the, the Castle way, yeah. and the, the graphics <laughs> are like 1980s video games. <laughs>
0: yeah. It looks bad. It's, it looks Aww. shocking. Yep. So, I assume he's going to beat, he's going to get the pin on Roman to look strong come that castle pay-per-view, whatever the fuck it is. That's what I think. Whether he wins at that, I wouldn't be surprised if Roman does beat him in the UK anyway, but nevertheless, they're doing this just to make Jude look strong where you think he's got a chance at beating Roman Reigns.
2: I love how they want to make him look strong after they've had him wasting years of his life with Corbin and Moss and a, a, a wobbly sword and uh all this shit That's like tall, i'm man. glad they're worried about making him look strong now well in fairness oh, yeah, people were sorting
1: with him they you know but jimmy i agree with you the only possible swerve i see if they want to make them both strong is that there's a rko delivered uh, or two rkos delivered on the usos and roman like walks into a claymore gets claymore and all three of them get pinned at the same time including mm-hmm. Drew pinning Roman but it turns out that Roman wasn't the legal man so technically he wasn't pinned but he still was pinned. so that I would say is possible to keep that the most record, but I absolutely think that that the faces win this one and Drew is pinning Roman whether it's in the record books or not
0: yep well uh did you get I don't think you got your prediction out actually This was I I think (laughs) Yeah, I think it was who who fucking cares. I don't want
2: to see this shit was my prediction.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. enough. I guess it is what it is. Well we move on to Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins. Does Seth possibly lose another match here? I mean, this one's a tough one. I I don't know who to pick, but I think I'll lean towards man. I think Seth might actually get this win. Maybe. but i don't think he will i don't know vet what do you think did you make Um, a prediction not really because i'm really we will make one he wants he
2: wants to hear that he wants he wants to pass and come back after after we 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 dispense our genius wisdom and then that'll maybe sway him one way or another
0: um this one's a tough one for me man because you can go either either way you know what i mean and that makes sense yeah i I I agree
2: i could see that i could see that going either way I would also like to I would like to restate my opinion for the previous matches I don't give a fuck. I don't want to see this shit but <laughs> um, going by what I think they want to do, um, I think they could yeah I, I could see Seth coming out with this. I, I think Seth might come out with this just because they they want to give it back to him or whatever. I don't think Cody would mind.
0: I don't think it would really hurt Cody particularly. So. But the problem is, you watch. If he loses, if Cody does get the loss, watch the freaking IWC absolutely go up in arms. See, look, they're making Cody look like shit already, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's stupid. But Jeff?
1: Well, either way, the IWC is going to re- re- react that way. One of them is going to be buried, right? Even though they're both going to be on television every single week. Um WWE philosophy 101 tells you that Seth has to get his win back, so they have a bumper match. But nay, that is not my prediction (laughs) here. My prediction is they signed Cody for a reason, and they're going to rub it in AEW's face that Cody is a big deal, and they want the WWE universe to believe that he is a big deal. He's not going to cheat. He's going to win through technical wrestling. He's going to always out-wrestle Seth. No matter what happens, he's going to sneak out a win, eke out a win, out-wrestle him, get a win. He's going to have Seth's number. Perhaps this is the thing that creates Seth to have his own Becky reflection period where he turns into a face. (laughs) Because let's face it, they have about six faces on Raw, including the Mysterios and RK Bros. So they need some faces. Uh, And lastly, as a face is not a great idea. That's another story for a future match that we're going to talk about soon. So I'm picking Cody. I I think that Cody is going to have his number because Cody... uh, because, you know, the other alternative is for Cody to win Money in the Bank to, to get his title. And Money in the Bank is for a heel. I mean, if anything, that should be for, you know, Edge's little faction or
0: something. But anyway, Cody, I'm going with Cody. All right. I think that swayed me. I'll, I'll go with Cody as well. I mean, because only because Seth can, can probably take another loss. And then I can see him going even crazier that he lost to Cody anyway. So we'll see. But then again, I'm, I'm the thinking
2: most... what's I'm thinking what's the most boring thing, and that's Seth winning. So that's why I picked that.
0: <laughs>
1: Fair enough. It, well, it's we hard to argue about... with that. And, and by the way, whenever I get more creative, I'm always wrong with WWE. I I know I'm a I'm a foolish optimist that way.
0: <laughs> well, I've been watching been wrestling hard. for
1: fifty years. I have to be stupid in some regard.
2: Well, no is arguments, pretty no fucking... arguments. <laughs> we're all we're all stupid I I call it the blood disease <laughs> you know not to be confused with Roman Reigns's but
1: right, um, it's, right, not yeah. <laughs> it's not contagious well, yeah. well it could be I guess
0: but it should be called the WWE disease at this point but anyway let's move on to Edge versus AJ Styles with Damian Priest being banned from ringside this one's pretty simple I think Edge gets the win vet um I'd like to restate my opinion for
2: the third time, but, uh, yeah, I guess what the fuck is what? What have they done to poor Edge here? The, and then, and then I didn't even I was dude. This is how much attention I was paying to RAW. I've only recently heard that that name Judgment Day. Yeah. I'm like, LA, right? did you literally just look at your list of trademarks that you still had and try to figure out where you could use that because you're not going to use it on pay-per-views anymore and just name his yeah. name his thing that? It's weirder than Pretty that, because they,
1: they filed a trademark for grand jury.
0: <laughs> God damn uh, And they They'd probably three. have to
2: worry about Clash at the Castle. I don't think anybody was going to come after that
0: one. So <laughs> That's just still Clash out in the, the, the air. Castle. Well, they um, do
1: own The Clash, so they could do anything
0: with that. <laughs> right. But they're not exactly in the castle, though, Jeff. But anyway. The Rock the Casbah Clash? They own yes, that, the Rock. too? Yes, oh, exactly. Well, what will well, say that again. I said The Rock the Casbah Clash? <laughs> that, the, the WWE owns that, too? Right, but they don't own
2: <laughs>
1: orchestral maneuvers in the dark.
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> well, that's AEW there. I know that. But um, in saying that, that, that pay-per-view, that that Clash at the Castle, whatever it's called, should be called Clash at the Jumping Castle in my opinion, I mean the, bouncy castle. <laughs> the bounty castle. The <laughs> castle. I mean, for fuck's sake, that Imagining is lazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I With mean, she-
1: Arquas presiding.
0: <laughs> well, seriously, not only is this Judgment Day faction name very lazy, right? But so is that stupid pay-per-view name. That is just horrendous. You know what i mean jesus christ what are you talking anyway, about jimmy
2: nick khan is a genius okay he's making all the decisions there and he's naming everything and he's releasing everybody don't you know that this is all my, nick my khan mind.
1: show now they sold yeah. seventy-five thousand tickets in about half a second it really doesn't matter does it
0: <laughs> that's true well anyway so are you, are you are you um suggesting that edge will win I even think, with that dumb
2: yeah, judgment think, thing I yeah, because they don't give a shit about AJ Styles anymore, so... Right. oh right, Okay, so AJ
1: lost match number one, so again, WWE 101 should be that AJ needs to get his win back.
0: you think, you think,
1: but you know that's not happening. Well, you've got the stipulation of Damian Priest can't be at ringside during the match, so a couple of schools of thought. One, AJ wins, Damian Priest runs down, there is a beatdown. Uh, other is that... School of thought, other, is that the long-awaited Other people or person for Edge's faction either accompanies him to ringside or comes in the middle of the match. Now, this would have been editorial. This would have been a great place for Dexter Loomis to be, where he could be part of this faction and be someone who, you know, like in the Y family kind of thing, eats the pins but still beats up jobbers and is part of beatdowns. Um, Editorial aside, if you look down the WWE Raw roster and see who's doing nothing right now, who could fit into this thing. I guess Dijak is probably the only one that that looks the part, and and it seems like they're keeping him for some reason. Um, I would love it if they brought in Cass or or brought Eric Rowan back in for something like this. Anyway, I am going to go with the rest of you guys and say you don't form a faction and give it this evil evil thing to lose. Uh, Edge lost on TV or Damian Priest lost on TV. Uh, WWE doesn't make sense, but in this case, I'm going to hope that they make some amount of sense. And that Edge wins and you know and but because he's got someone else helping him during the match and then Damien comes in and I know everyone thinks that Finn is gonna run down and help and and their rescue and they're gonna sort of relive the Bullet Club.
0: Not sure so if that'll be the that'll come down the
1: road. That like maybe down the road like tomorrow on Raw.
0: Well, that's really a possibility. That can also happen whether it does, I don't know. But uh I don't think well,
1: WWE ignores the fact that they have three former leaders of the Bullet Club, including two of the originals, you know. Uh, Finn, AJ, and Cody, and they're all faces on Raw. I,
0: I, I, sure. Do you I, consider Cody a leader of the Bullet Club? Sure, he was vying for it, but that was Kenny's Bullet Club during that time. Come on, you know, Kenny got a super kick from from Adam Cole for his trouble and went back to Japan and never came back until AEW
1: started. So, yes, I'm going to listen. Just because uh, just because I don't like the fact that um, Mongo McMichael or
0: Paul Roma were in the Horsemen doesn't mean they were in Horsemen. Hey, Paul Roma was underrated, and Mongo was all right in the Horseman. I mean, come on. he wasn't well, too Paul bad. Paul
1: Roma's doing great as Ezekiel right now.
0: Don't do that while I'm drinking, please. I will do whatever I want when you're drinking. And when are you not drinking? <laughs> oh, the answer is when you're smoking. Well, anyway, let's not go there. But But anyway, that nearly made me spray my absolute drink all over the place. But anyway. I'm just trying to train you to be Triple H on the Triple J Show. <laughs> I am the game. Uh, anyway. <laughs> let's move on to happy corbin speaking of happy times and happy madcap moss it's a battle of happiness i think madcap moss gets the win guys not that i give a fuck about this match vet you clearly are looking forward to this matchup um <laughs> no um
2: yeah i don't even i'm not even gonna dignify this match by commenting <laughs> on it so i'm gonna pass it
0: oh jeez. It's pretty Moss bad, has right?
2: The only yeah. hope I have for this
1: match is that he gets rid of the suspenders and the stupid shorts and stuff, right, stuff right. like a hyena because faces don't dress or act that way. Aside from that, I mean, the only point of it, if there is any, is to get Moss over, and everyone hates Corbin. So, you know, Moss should win. If he doesn't, I mean, ugh. Um, but this is so, one where So you I- can be
0: assured that Corbin will win got it.
2: Maybe,
1: but you the, it's Corbin. one where I would have liked to stolen your prior answer, which is I don't give a fuck about this match.
0: Well, that makes three of us. Really, I don't give a fuck, but I'm just going for Corbin. I mean, Corbin for Matt, Cat Moss, but anyway, like I said, I don't give a fuck. So let's move on to a match that we kind of should care about, I think, but really, you'll probably be an absolute stinker. And that's Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Does Lashley get the win? This one's a tough one. I think Omos is going to get the win personally. Vet, yeah, probably Omos. Yep, yep.
1: Jeff. I must say, yeah. You know that I am pro Smashley all the way through and through. Oh my, my, my bone marrow is earmarked for oh my. him. My blood is earmarked for him. He can have both my kidneys. I don't care that I can't live without them. Everything, my my life, my love, and my soul <laughs> goes to Bobby Lashley. But they have a seven foot three guy with MVP. They, they he has to win this match. He can't lose two in a row and it's perfectly fine because MVP is there with his walking stick. You even have Cedric, you know, audition. You could have Shelton audition, whatever. It can be all sorts of things to protect Bobby Lashley in my hope of hope is that it's one of those matches where Lashley comes out of this and they have mutual respect for each other and the Hurt Business is reformed with Lashley and almost and MVP like it should be. I would oh, love that because they're not going to do that because Nobody loves me, especially not WWE, <laughs> even though I love them, sort of. Not really, but it's a habit, like heroin, so, you know, I can't live <laughs> without it. Um, oh, yeah, almost. Sorry. <laughs> not, not by clean. There's going to be some chicanery at some point.
0: Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. It'd definitely be chicanery. And it would be great if they just didn't go ahead with the match, and they just formed like kind of like an NWO sort of scenario, and they just run rampant on the whole roster, but, Sorry? The poke of do- the the poke of hurt, yeah, the poke of hurt. Oh, that'd be that'd be great too. I mean, hey, why not? <laughs> Can you imagine the heat? But see, I think people would be okay with that shit for some weird ass reason. No they, no, they wouldn't. You don't think so? I think they would be because the, if the hurt business got back together, but become more like the Nation of Domination.
1: You know who the, the would the be, few- be okay, well? They would. You know who would be okay with the the poke of doom, Steve? <laughs> well. Steve yeah, Steve domination. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: You know, those that's... folks gareth they, they, they'd all say that it is genius. no i if there was some sort of story around it maybe but no there's
2: ha! a story in <laughs> wwe get the fuck out of here and by the way jeff as a clear lashley fan how do, how much does it hurt your heart the past few years since he's been back just having to watch him yeah. do this
1: well, the past few, I mean, he's been champion twice. So my my heart. Well, who is cares
2: not... about you're not a, you're not that big a mark. Come on, I'm I not talking is. about that. He I, I, oh, I so have... belt. So oh, okay. He's one of those guys where he measures a man, a human being's worth by fake titles. Is not that... necessarily, oh.
1: but if, oh. if you've had sort of a middling career. And you and you want more for the person. The only way to validate it over time is to show that they had top titles. And sorry, the Impact title doesn't do it, and the U.S. title or whatever he had 15 years ago doesn't do it. So at least you can say he was two-time world champion. Now someone like Rick Rude, no, it doesn't matter. A guy's a legend. Never needed to have a title. Makes no difference. Or, or
0: Roddy Piper. Yeah, or
1: Roddy Piper. I mean, the list goes on and on. Ricky Steamboat. I mean, there are people who absolutely. Well,
0: didn't he win the WCW World Championship? Steamboat? Uh, sure he, he won the nwa title and so did
1: rick rude by the way
0: but right again, well the you know, international world championship whatever the fuck it was yeah, the, the these were all in
1: territory fine so so be it you know kurt Hennig was also the awa champion but right. nobody recognizes him rick Martel was the awa he yep okay um, all
2: right fine fine but until the moment that they put the belt on him when he had to watch all those years of the sisters and running obstacle courses oh with Sami God. Zayn and bending over with Leo rush and all this stuff like I'm talking about that was weird I don't Most I'm surprised funny. you're still alive and with us to this day after having witnessed all that
1: well there's a couple of answers to that is you start with my heart I had that removed. <laughs> A long time ago. Oh, all right.
2: Well, yeah. Attorney. Yeah. It, approximately 19,500
1: <laughs> 19, years ago, I had that removed. Okay. Um, so it was, it was in Hyboria. Um, anyway, that's a different story for a different show. <laughs> uh, but yes, Lashley sisters was painful. I don't like Leo Russ, but I didn't mind the, the, when, uh, what's his name? Who's Ezekiel's older brother again when he said... Oh, Elias is Ezekiel's older brother. That was about the only good stuff with Leo Rush and and Lashley. Um, It's been mostly hard, but I have to be honest with you, I'm one of the few people on Earth. I like The Postman. I like Wired Art
0: more than Tombstone. And I like the Lana and Lashley stuff. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was kind of weird, though. But the, but him bending over, I forgot all about that. You think Sean Spears is yeah. a star, so don't talk to me about it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Actually, I never fucking mentioned about Sean Spears, and I'll say this you, before you, we take you it you over. Go
1: on the, you go on the tape, and all the time that you and Chris are like – yeah. Giving each other massages, well, about how great getting, Sean Spears is, and honestly, what a waste of a, natural talent he
0: is. Well, think back to NXT days when, and people forget, he was part of WWE before he got released for a good fifteen years. Actually, believe nobody it or not, Close nobody cares. Well, there, there are some out there, but for I was reason, there when
2: they signed Sean Spears. He came into oh, my okay. classroom.
0: OVW, uh-huh. right, right. Yeah. right. He's a very nice
2: man. He's a very nice man. And his run as the perfect 10 in NXT was better than everything Bobby Lashley did, unfortunately. But I say that, but see, but but Jeff, I say that because like you, I love Bobby Lashley. And that's why it has just killed me to, like, this guy should have just been Brock Lesnar also, as Brock Lesnar was also there. And these guys should have been, you know, just battling it out like you know they they should have had the the epic feud over years of time and stuff like that but it just didn't happen we got this bullshit instead so yeah. the nwa you know, that's never my waste, and vince in the late 90s never would
1: have waste that you're 100 percent right it should have been black superman and white hulk fighting all all you know for years fight forever
0: One hundred percent agree with you there jeff and then for a second for a split second it looked like they were going that way and then he lost his championship pretty quick and then he got it back and lost it. Right. Pretty, Just pretty a bunch of weirdness time. that happened right, right, right there. But, you know, but but to also talk about the other guy in this match, almost like
2: they've got to do something with that guy because there aren't that many guys that big that are that coordinated. So if right, he's not to true. where they want him to be, that is nobody's fault. That is certainly not his fault. So, I mean, but this, this is a typical thing that happens where, you know, they'll have a guy doesn't know anything about wrestling. They start training him. Then somebody sees him and they're like, give me that guy. And they're like, uh, he's not ready. And they'll be like, I don't care. Vince McMahon will just see a picture of this. what he's how big get him up here. And then he has the nerve to act surprised when he's fucking rotten. So it's like, this is all you're doing. Um, all because of you. And now you're, you, you have the nerve to like, to, to, to be to the point now where we're all as fans we're looking at it like is almost on the chopping block like yeah. we shouldn't even be questioning that we should be thinking like how much money are they going to make with almost but instead we're like when's he getting cut That's the only thing that's on our minds right now so um, I don't know it's certainly not almost his fault but uh, you can't take a guy like that and just and just throw him out in the street you know you you got to get your investment on that because there's something there there's definitely something there uh i don't think he should have lost to bobby lashley i don't think that um it should have been in that position at all for either one of them to be losing a match you know they should both be in stuff that they're supposed to be winning right now to to build that up down the line instead of hot shooting the whole thing but i mean especially uh, if
1: roman is going to hollywood what is their their, their only chance for superstars is to join other people, because so I don't think anyone could recapture that magic, but the closest thing could be MVP, Lashley, and Omos.
0: Absolutely. Right. I agree 100%. But, see, and that's that's crazy. I mean, look, it looks like Omos should get the win, but it wouldn't surprise us clearly. If Lashley got the win, we'll see what happens. It seems like that could be the opening match of the evening, and it looks like Backlash won't be a, a really long pay-per-view. It looks like it'll go for probably just under three hours. Hopefully. I think there'll be a pre-show, card. I there mean, hasn't been a pre-show announced.
1: What, what is Sorry? going on? What's going on with the women's tag team title match? They've got Natalya and, and Shayna against uh, Sasha and Naomi, but it's not on this card. Is that going to be on
0: SmackDown? I mean,
1: is that going to be on the I pre-show? Fuck
0: if I know, dude. That was the updated um, Backlash card. So, yeah, no, I, I, know. Don't, I, I don't know. I That's checked hilarious. minutes before as well.
1: I mean, I expect there'll be something. It'll probably be stupid like, you know, uh, Xavier Woods against Butch. Oh,
0: God, fuck. God damn it. Anyway, let's hope not. Look at the
2: poor
1: vet. (laughs) (laughs) You can watch Under Siege. You don't have to watch this.
0: (laughs) Under Siege.
2: Unfortunately, I've got to watch everything because you never know. Because like Matt Cardona, I'm always ready.
0: He's always ready. That's true. That's just like Dr. Jeff Libman right here. The Malachi evil dose. But anyway, guys, let's take it home. Vet, tell them where they can find you, my man. Um, Yeah. So wait, wait. Is Bobby Lashley almost the main event? (laughs) No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. This is for us. (laughs) okay yeah, just trust, sure. pretty much
2: all right um yeah so uh you can find me at opinion haver everywhere all social media platforms and whatever if you type it in i'm gonna come up um and then you can find me on the uh like i've plugged multiple times the impact attack uh and that'll be going live sometime late uh tomorrow night um or early in the morning on tuesday and uh We'll be talking about Under Siege and the last episode of uh, Impact, and then um, we'll have um, the Next Level Wrestling review on Wednesday morning at eleven Pacific or eleven Eastern AM, eight AM Pacific, and uh, Big Ray and I will talk about NXT, uh, which is like, uh, man, is it worse than the WWE or not? I'm not even sure. It's no, all it's all. Think- t- it's all together bad now it's just all it's all bad, the, story's it's all bad. the wrestling
1: might be worse but the stories are better yeah yeah i don't know so, i don't know but yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, in
2: any case uh i think the thing that sucks the most about nxt is just the fact that we know there's no future for any of these people so even when there is a, a spark of of greatness that we can that we can see we know it's just going to get snuffed out immediately um mad, man yeah. oh so yeah yeah, so, yeah. that's it, that's, it that's enough for me <laughs>
0: the way you see that you're like yeah yeah like so down bro i know it's right. pretty bad isn't it but anyway jeff where can they find you man
1: i don't know i'm rarely the optimist of any group wow this is
0: exciting <laughs> this,
1: this is this is new for me it's like when i'm the skinny one on a picture too that's that's terrific um okay well where can you find me uh, my weekly wrestling podcast with Big Daddy Cool Steve Pena is the Hammerlock Hangover. You can find us on the Wrestling Student Network and right here on the PWC. Uh, my non-wrestling podcast, Garden of Doom. I've been told the word is esoteric, and you can throw in eclectic, <laughs> but something for everybody there. Garden Views is the sister show, which is more like a uh, like a deep dive magazine, but we're only covering one thing. Usually, uh, some you know something like cryptocurrency or student loans or mental health the law of the sea. I am, I do have sort of a recurring series where I'm trying to extrapolate what might be the emerging laws of space. So that's all fun. So check those out. Uh, where else can you find me on Twitter at Hammerlockho at Icarusfellmd MD is me. Evil do dose at garden doom is also <laughs> me also at ROH is all elite is also me. <laughs> um, but, uh, And you can find me on a bunch of PWC shows. It's not always clear when I'm a regular, when I'm not. You can just call me Jeff Irregular. I'm on a bunch of shows with the Hamming Media Group. Am I on their roster? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm on Channel Attitude sometimes. Am I on their roster? I'm not sure. I'm even on the PW Hustle sometimes. Am I on their roster? I'm not sure. I don't know. If you want to find me, I'm pretty easy to find and support my shows because I love them.
0: (laughs) Well, and you can also find me on Twitter at, at DJ Mass Effects and at the PWC Network. Also, please like and subscribe at the PWC Like and subscribe at Hamin Media Group Also, you can find me on channelattitude.com. Just like we're all of us, or you can find all of us. But most importantly, I'd like to say once again, happy Mother's Day from all of us here at, at Hamin Media Group and ChannelAttitude.com and also the PWC. See ya stable
1: my friends
0: oh, hello, Ding dong. Hello?
2: yes that's right infidels